Welcome to our first team mock draft of our series. We're doing all 32 teams. Me and Tyler are doing the AFC, which will probably all come out first. Um, I think it's spread out throughout our calendar. And then Danny and Bush will do the NFC up until the NFL draft. We're going to start off with the best team in the NFL, the Denver Broncos up here. Uh, we're using Pro Football Network instead of the Draft Network. Uh, I'm not going to bash on any website, but this website seems to work better for what we're trying to do. So we are doing seven rounds. Let's go ahead and get right into it here. You will see we are only picking the Broncos, so the picks will fly by up until us on the left side, and we'll kind of recap it a bit. Tyler, how are you doing, man? I didn't even intro you. Hey, uh, yeah, no, don't worry about it. I'm doing great. Um, I'm feeling, feeling really good. I'm really glad to get these videos out. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to finally do, do some of these. They're really cool, these team mocks. I know you, everyone has a fan of a, of a team. We all want to, you know, see where our team's kind of going to go. Uh, these these mocks will give you guys that. We hope it's really good content for you guys. If you guys like like it, obviously hit the like. Comment down below what you guys' thoughts are on this. Um, we're really excited to see to uh, see some growth on this page. We, we love what we're doing, and we're, we're excited to get these these mocks out. For sure, for sure. So obviously, if you were sitting there thinking, why is Tua there? It's computer systems generate all this out. So we're obviously not going to take Tua because that is super unrealistic. Obviously, we can't control the picks ahead of us. So it's kind of the what you see in the first three, Isaiah Simmons is kind of becoming a growing topic at that fourth pick. And then you got the Herbert, the O-lineman. Um, you got, I think, really the only surprise in the first 14, I'd say, would be Jordan Love and maybe even Sliden Fulton in there, which kind of leaves us with two options here of Jedrick Wills or C.D. Lamb. I mean, in my think? opinion, gosh, I mean, it hurts because, you know, C.D. Lamb is, would, be, it would be great for that offense, but – I mean, Jagger Wills, there, there's no way in hell he's going to get to this pick. And, and I swear, if he does, I, I can't sit here and, and, and say, let's, let's not do it. Uh, I think the wide receiver class is deep enough to where this team, this team can recover with not having to pick one. The, the Denver Broncos still have a lot of threats. I think a lot of people are going with Henry Ruggs to this, uh, to this pick, mainly off the fact that they're like, well, it would be a great, great fit for them, and they, they, could, they could really use the piece. Well, a lot of people could use a piece like Henry Ruggs on their yeah. offense. I think if they're sitting here with Jarek Wills available, it, it's a great pick. You establish the offensive line, right? You get a wide receiver later because, trust me, guys, when we say this, when we do all these seven rounds, you're going to see wide receivers come off in the five, six that we, that we have a lot of confidence in. They just, it's just such a deep class. I feel like we can get away with uh, letting Lamb go here. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that the last year, I think the O-line class was so good that people just are trying to like bring that into this class and they're trying to say all these three round three, four graded guys are sleepers and that whatever the case may be, because we saw plenty of guys last year go later that are now starting for going to be starting for a long time on an NFL offensive line. That's not the case this year. Yes. I don't think Wills is going to be at this pick. I could easily see the Broncos moving up. They have plenty of middle round picks that they need it. So I'm going to go ahead and take him. I agree. I think we're probably going to try and, if we get lucky, try and target a receiver in round two here, mm -hmm. maybe even later. But, yeah, I think Wills is – you have to get rid of Garrett Bowles. You have to replace him or give him some competition. It was just terrible the last two years. Back up to us here. I kind of yeah. have my, guy, my eyes set on one or two guys here. What are you thinking? Uh, well, gosh, I was, I was praying that uh, Anton Winfield would get here to us at this pick. It went to the Bears a couple picks earlier. That was a little bit unfortunate. I thought it would, I thought it would be great for their secondary. Um, I mean, I, I could look at wide receiver here. I, I, I still, I still have a lot of, um, a lot of confidence in, in Lavishka Chenault. Uh, I like him as a wide receiver. We look at the class here, uh, who we got put together. I, Hamler, 
I, I, I like I like the idea of him, but I feel like he's not going to be uh, a full well-rounded guy on for every single down. I don't think he's an every-down kind of guy. I think he's more of a gadget player, which is which is fine. I think he's a little too high in their rankings. In all honesty, uh, when we look at Chenault, um, I think you get a you get a big presence even with only being six zero. Uh, I, I think he's a very good receiver when he's healthy. Because when he's healthy, I, 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 I'm just going to go ahead and say this. He's a top five receiver in his class for me when he's healthy. He, he just is. He, he's got the physical strength. He's got the one-on-one dominance. Um, I, I really like him as a receiver. The unfortunate part, again, is that he gets, he gets hurt a lot. When, when I'm looking at this kind of class and the board available, I'm my pick is either Chenault or we go to another position. I, I don't really like uh, the rest that's sitting here, unless you have a different opinion on it. I think that I'm going to look at corners here. Just because I think I like Chenault, we know he can play. The value at 46 is great, but we say it all the time. We have been saying it due to the circumstances of of what is going on in the world right now. They aren't going to get medicals on him. They aren't going to get to work him out, whatever the case may be. So I think I'm going to lean cornerback in this spot because we lost Chris Harris. Yes, we got Bouye, but that's I don't want to say it's a wash. Chris Harris, I think, is a little bit better. But they still never got that cornerback, too. Um, we have Bryce Callahan coming back from injury. And Damon Arnett, to me, is still sitting here on the board, who I think is being a little undervalued in terms of what he can actually produce and the chances of a cornerback, too, at the next level. So, to me, I think that has to be the pick. Because if we go back to look at wide receiver here, I still think there's a couple guys down low here that could yeah, easily be the complement to Cortland Sutton. Um, so, I, I'm going to take Arnett if you're cool with that. I, I'm good with that. Uh, yeah, again, like we said, guys, it's the reason we didn't pick wide receiver in the first pick. A lot, of, a lot of them are fans. If you guys are watching this, don't freak out about that. We understand how deep this class is. We know you guys are going to get a high-end talent here. Maybe at this this um, this 77 pick. Uh, let's go ahead and look at that wide receiver class. Yeah, for um, sure. So looking at what we got here, uh, Lynn Bowden is still a pretty electric gadget player. I really like DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones out of Michigan. And I'm going to tell you why. I think – um, I think Shea Patterson was very, very poor on him. It, it didn't help him as a receiver to have a quarterback like that. It, it's unfortunate that he was, he was a five-star recruit at a, at a high school. He goes to Michigan, and he, he's almost just buried in an offense that was just very ineffective. I, I still think he's a very talented player. Um, I really like him as a player. And then the other wide receiver I'm looking at here is I like Van Jefferson, mainly from, for his versatility as a receiver. He, he's a, he can play in the slot. He can play outside. He, he just gets receptions. He, in my opinion, in this class, he's a mini Justin Jefferson. So I know kind of playing with the same last name, but Justin Jefferson and him play very, very similar play styles where they both are working off of just a lot of receptions and doing a lot to just keep the offense rolling. Van Jefferson's a receiver who I really like, but I kind of figure he may get to us later. So I'm going to hold my breath on that. Um, is there a chance you want to go to another position I think we can look, but I do like the DPJ argument. I kind of will break down why. Um, he's a very versatile player, special teams-wise, and just where he can play on an offense. Um, Cesar Ruiz would be the pick for me here, but he's not going to be here at this pick, so we're going to skip over that. I think really the only other route we could take since they added Melvin Gordon, cross-out cam makers, is the Matabuke at the D-tackle. But I think they're at the point where they know – they. I think they – the Broncos you've seen the past couple of years, they've added guys like Pecco into sort of veteran D tackles that can play two downs per, per – like they can play first and second down, then we kind of rotate in our edge rusher. So I, I do really like that DPJ pick. Van Jefferson did get hurt. 
Yeah. And yet again, back to the same conversation, we're not going to have medicals on him. So I think that's a great pick to sort of – I mean, look at Emmanuel Sanders. He was a uh, special teams player, punt returner. I don't know if he did kick returns. And he was just kind of that all-over receiver that I think the Broncos are missing. So I think that's a good pick here if you want to go with that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm plenty okay with that. Obviously, again, I, I like DPJ a lot. Uh, I think just unfortunate situation in college got him to uh, got him to that. So now we're again sitting in here with with the uh, the eighty three pick. Uh, what are you what are you kind of looking at trying to address now? Obviously, G tackle is something we talked about. Um, they could add some more offensive line uh, wide receiver. We feel like we got covered. We really, when we're looking at the problems, we're just trying to establish one wide receiver. Maybe if we're sitting with a later pick later on, uh, we'll readdress that again just to get another guy. But um, I feel like we've gotten that covered. Uh, where are you looking at going here? Yeah, I mean, I think we can look at all the D linemen. I think we need to go to attack that D tackle. Uh, they don't have really a starter as of now. There's kind of a couple of rotational pieces, like I said. I think Matabuke would slide in there. I don't know if he'd start right away, but I think he would work his way in kind of like Pecco did, kind of like how Derek Wolf became a, a full-time player. Now he's on the Ravens. But he he worked in on that Super Bowl team that eventually became the, the full-down D lineman. So I think he has to be the pick. I don't want to say he's not going to be here come draft day, but I think he's a sort of a round two grade, but obviously we see players fall all the time. Uh, I think that has to be the pick. We don't really need the, uh, the ends. You could maybe go back to corner here. I don't see – there's just a lot of um, same tiered cornerbacks here that I think one of them might fall to the next pick. Mm, that's so awesome, yeah. I, think, I think I'm just going to take Matabuka here. I think that's a steal at this pick. Um, I like Lawrence a lot, too. Um, if he's there, I wouldn't mind that. He's a big-body guy, uh, clogs up holes on the, on, the, on the running game. I like him a lot, too, but I, I'm plenty okay with that pick. So, sitting here with 95, um, I wouldn't mind going back to corner. Um, if, if you're good with that, I, I, I hate the fact that he's this, this far down in, in boards. I mean, looking at what we're in the fourth round, right? I mean, I saw Bryce Hall could be in the second. I, I really like him as a prospect. I know, I know he's kind of fallen down on a lot of people's, but I still think he's a very, very good prospect. Um, I love what he did in the Florida game. Uh, obviously, ACC cornerbacks, I mean, how much hype can we actually give them that the conference is, is pushing its way out of the power of five without Clemson? I mean, shit. But I, I still really like Bryce Hall as a cornerback. Um, I mean, I, I like him as the pick. And then Tony Pride is a really, really great cornerback as well. Those are the kind of two I'm looking at when, when I'm looking at the people in this position right now. Yeah, I think I look at Bryce Hall and uh, Michael Ojemudie out of Iowa. They're both kind of the uh, – the thing I like about us going corner here is that they're not going to be asked to even be the cornerback three on this team, um, considering I think we went corner earlier, if I remember right. Yeah, uh, we did. We, we covered it in the, um, in the second round. Yeah, Arnett. So Arnett's going to slide in as that three with Bryce Callahan, and they got um, – the name's going to slip me. Slip me. Uh, Bo- Bosby, Devontae Bosby back. So the, I think this is a good pick because that this is the position, as watching all the Broncos games, that we just got destroyed on last year and the year before. It just set us back so much. Because to me, um, I've talked about it on the channel, three most important positions in the in per team, quarterback, offensive tackle, and cornerback. I think those three are what set the tone for a defense. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go Bryce Hall here. Ojemudie, maybe, depending on how the uh, Broncos see fit. But I think either way, like I said, they're all in the same tier to me. So back down here, what, round five? Around, oh, now we're in round four. So that was the last of the round three picks. I will say one thing. I don't think they're going to have three round three picks. I have a feeling that they might try and shoot up in the draft a little bit 
maybe even in round one. Um, but I think we come back here. I think this is where they would maybe look at outside linebacker. We're just a little thin on depth. But to me, there really is not anybody in this class that's um, fantastic. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah, have anyone? Rashard Lawrence, uh, you tackle from LSU. Um, I know we kind of already went there. But, I mean, address it again. This is a big-bodied run stopper. Uh, Coach oh, really likes those, those giant guys on his D-line to just clog up those holes. And I think as a, as a run stopper, he's, he's quite effective. He's not an every-down player, uh, but he, he could be effective for the Broncos. But if we're looking at um, outside linebacker, again, that, that position at this point, I feel like you could just wait on it and still get kind of the same, same around that quality guy. Yeah, I think we should go Lawrence for sure. I think he, um, yes, he is big body. I agree with everything you said. I think that he would be kind of like that, that Pecco. I think I bring up Pecco a lot just to fill the gap in the middle because the Broncos are a very edge dominant team. That's where they generate a lot of their success. I think I'm going to go him. And I do think we need to come back to the receiver position. Um, the next pick here, I think they pick at like 178 and then they have a pick, uh, not back to back, but pretty close to it here. Real quick on Lawrence, I mean, like you said, if, if you just have a guy that can just clock up the run and you force backs uh, to have to to have to cut it outside, you're feeding them to Vaughn and you're feeding them to um, Bradley Chubb. I mean, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I, I am. Uh, I think that's the kind of talent you're getting out of out of um, Rashard Lawrence. It's just again, it just plugs the hole. And, and as much as we want like electric players on our D line, if you have a guy that's just like halting gaps from being created. That's all you need when you're stopping the run. Yeah, I, I, I agree, especially for the Broncos, too, like just watching all the games. Uh, when we come down to here, I see one guy that I think if he was available, I think the Broncos would be very favorable to lean towards him. It's Isaiah Hodgins to me. Yeah. yeah. And that's – obviously, he has a great talent, uh, very crisp route running. I wrote an article on him a while ago. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just clean. I, I hate saying he's a good route runner because all NFL receivers are good route runners, and that's not a trait to me. That's just – the comfortability in it, especially for Oregon State, a team that was throwing the ball a lot, Pac-12 games, just, the whole, the whole um, division does it. And to me, you look at the other receivers that are left, there's a humongous tear break. And I think for sure the Broncos are going to come out with two receivers in this class. So what do you think here? Yeah, uh, one guy I do want to build a little bit of hype around is Joe Reed. Uh, Joe Reed out of, out of UVA. I'm a Gator fan, so we got, uh, what is it, 06 championship game and 08 above it. Uh, so I'm, I'm a big Gator fan since I was born. Uh, Joe Reed tore us up in the, or- in the Orange Bowl game. Mm-hmm. I-, I know Florida kind of came in, kind of came in, you know, with just a half-assed uh, attempt at trying to win that game. Makes sense. Uh, obviously, they wanted a little bit more, but I- I- they ended up winning that game. But Joe Reed was absolutely dominant. The guy's a returner. He is – he can play anywhere in the wide receiver position. He was torching uh, Henderson a lot in that game. Um, and which is why I had to kind of reevaluate CJ Henderson as a player. And he also had to reevaluate Reed because I'll give Reed his credit. He, he was incredible in that game. Um, as a, as a sample size as a whole, it's not that impressive, but as, as just a player, if you put him on an offense, that's willing to, to give him opportunity. I, I think he can be very electric and obviously return game. He's, he's effective in and he's effective anywhere on the field. So I still think he's a good receiver. I'm not going to argue him over Isaiah Hodgins though. Yeah, I said we go with him. And I think this next pick, we should revisit the O-line. I was actually looking at Jonah Jackson, but he just went here. So I think we should look at the guard slash O-tackle position because they, they do have um, Ronald Leary and Jawan James. They got in free agency last year, both kind of injury-stricken um, in 
whatever the case may be. I don't really see any guards that I think are are sort of worthy of the picks. I think we should go back over to the O tackles here. To me, I see two, maybe three guys. To me, the two guys that stick out are the is Trey Adams and Akeem Adeniji. Uh, Adeniji, they're both really big offensive tackles. I don't know if that's what the Broncos need necessarily, but I think the talent is there. Uh, do you have a preference to maybe that or another guy? I mean, I, I like Trey Adams. Uh, kept Allen, not Allen, Cheese. Ha! See, I'm comparing Josh Allen and Jerry. Lock. Whoops. Um, <laughs> no, they have no mobility. No, I really like Adams. Uh, kept Easton protected a lot this year, but it's it's needed. I mean, Locke's not a huge mobile guy, so if you kind of just protect him enough to where he can he can stay in his comfortable zone and and um, just stay in the pocket, that that's good enough. Obviously, he's going this late for a reason. There's a lot of development that's got to go into him, but but I'm plenty okay with uh, them letting him get that opportunity in, in the fifth round, right? Correct. Yeah, for sure. So now we got the last. Um, we have two picks left in the final four picks. I think we should take away of sort of predicting this here. Royce Freeman's going to be gone. He's already in trade talks. So I think we should kind of look at the running back um, stable, per se, if you want to call it, to see if there's anyone that kind of sticks out to you that maybe could, they could bring in as that, uh, that third rotational piece for uh, MG3 and Philip Lindsay. Yeah, so I like uh, Michael Warren a lot. Uh, he, he's going to be very effective as a running back. Can we scroll down just a little bit more? Because I know some people. That's all we got. We got Salvin Ahmed and DJ Dallas at the bottom. Yeah, so um, you know, I'm not a fan of Dallas at all. Uh, when I'm looking at this, I think the only guy you want, you'd, you'd really want to go with is Warren. I do want to point out one thing. If you go back to all, um, there's a guy, Nick Coe, who we've already we've already established the line. This is not where we're going. But um, Nick Coe is, was very effective for, for Auburn being on the side of uh, being on the side of and now his name's Davis, Davis or Derek Brown Derek Brown Derek Brown there it is yeah. being on the side of Derek Brown was was huge he was incredibly effective just just as much as, as Brown was now obviously Brown was getting double teamed so it gave Nick Coe an opportunity to be more effective but again when you're in the SEC you got to lead offensive lines uh, as well as the defensive line so Nick Coe was quite effective on that Auburn team the fact that he's going this late. Uh, I may panic pick and just take him with our next pick. That's almost. I say, I say we get, we'll go him here. I agree. He's a good talent. And then we'll see. Yeah. We'll just go bet. Yeah. They probably would have went him there. So we'll go. I say we take a running back here. Cause I do think they will take one at the end. If they get rid of Royce Freeman, uh, hey, take, take your pick. Yeah. Taking, we're taking talent at this point. I mean, you're it's so late in the draft. You, you've covered kind of the main needs. You're, you just gotta take talent. And then Nick Coe has that talent. If he's sitting there, uh, he can be quite effective. I think a lot of people want to hype up Derrick Brown, but that, all that Auburn line was not would not yeah, have functioned as well without Coe because that secondary piece that can actually get to the quarterback because he's not being double teamed is huge. And obviously, Derrick Brown gets to the quarterback too, being double teamed because he's just that fucking good. Um, I like I like Warren Harris as the pick again. It's it's just a, such a different tier uh, when you get to him down to everyone else. The rest of the guys that you care less about. So very effective draft here. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that – I mean, I don't – like, here's the thing. If, if you're still listening to this, we cannot make these super realistic. Like, it is virtually impossible. It's just how computers work with how they pick these. So, I think the main thing we can do is focus on the first four rounds because, to me, that's what you can project the most. And I do think they will come out with an offensive lineman in the first two rounds, A or multiple corners, and A receiver for sure. So I think we did a very good job of filling out the needs that this team needs for sure. 
while maybe stacking a little bit of talent in that seventh round, which who knows if those guys are actually going to be there. But for this case, they are. So do you have anything left to say before we end this off? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say this. Our, our defensive line has gotten revitalized. I think Nick Coe is in a very, very effective um, – not every down player, but can get out there um, for a down, second, first. You know, he can stop run. He's a great pass rusher. Um, mm-hmm. Being that late, he's a great pass rusher. Um, I love Lawrence as, a, as just a, a big-body guy that you can play two downs on a set, uh, on just running sets, just play him on first and second down. He just put his body in there. He's going to force running backs to have to adjust. And if you're, if you're adjusting to, to Bradley Chubb or to Von Miller, I'm happy with that. Uh, that, Derek, uh, that Rashard Lawrence pick is a really great pick. Um, Amudier, oh, the, wow, completely botched that. Go ahead and hit me with it so I don't botch it again. You are uh, good. Justin D. Tackle, uh, Texas. Name, Matabuki, I think it's his name. There we go. Matabuki, there we go. So, yeah, again, so we established defensive line, which was really important. Uh, secondary was was touched up, which I appreciate. Uh, Jedrick Wills and um, Trey Adams are going to help protect uh, uh, Locke in the future, which I really appreciate that as well. Uh, DPJ is a really great receiver. He just is. He, he just has not gotten the opportunity. Um, I think he can be quite effective as an outside wide receiver for this team. Um, and then looking at the rest, I really like Bryce Hall as a cornerback at ninety five. It's insanity, uh, but I honestly feel like he could fall there because I think the hype for him is just completely gone, which is unfortunate, but he's still a really good talent to me. And I like running out as well. Yeah, for sure. So if you enjoyed this, like we said, like, subscribe to the channel. We got a ton, a ton of videos coming this month up until the draft. We are going to live stream the draft. We got big plans for a league coming. We got lots of stuff flowing. Um, if you're a Broncos fan like me, subscribe down below what we could have changed. Anything else before we send it off? No, hey, I'm good. I, I like what I like what we were able to do with this team. If Broncos come out with this team, they they should be happy mm-hmm. for a long time. Heck yeah, Chiefs up next. Peace out, guys.